is the sponsor? This episode uh, is sponsored by um my buddy Greg. My buddy Greg and yep. uh and Jerry Choke, but we'll get back to that later. Uh, Welcome we? to Apples and Oranges. Well, thank you. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jack Gold Jack Apples. And that's something I'm trying out. I thought I'd throw it out there. For all you six well listeners out there, it's, it's been vibes in the new year so far. How, how's everyone, let, let, Let's start this one slow. We often get into these things so quickly. I just want to yeah. take a breath and yeah, and not introduce our quick? guests. No. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> if, if we introduce the guests immediately, why would anyone be sticking around? Everyone's waited, baiting breath, uh, for us to reveal. Sam Bleed. Oh shit! Welcome I to the show. Know she was coming. Yeah, she's gonna be here. Oh my god. Oof. Awkward. Um, Maybe we should start with Rosebud Thorn to keep it mellow. Yeah, let's keep it mellow. This is an especially Um, mellow episode. I know when we say an episode's mellow, uh, that usually means it's bad, but this time we mean it's good. This time it's because this is, I'm not, I mean, this is the best episode in Apples and Oranges history. I'm saying that right now as we begin. Because every better Uh, has to be better than the last. Yes. It's all about growth, growing our business. Up and Facts. out, Elon Musk. Yeah, growth mindset, Gary V. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Durst. Rest in peace, Robert Durst. Rest in peace, hometown Robert Durst. Hero. Hometown hero. From the um, from the, the hometown of uh, 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 two of the people, two of the three of us. Yeah, we went to guess, high school together. Yeah, yeah guess which, and uh, you get a, a, a steaming hot pie in the mail. Uh, uh, you have to fax you us though, your re- response. Chapstick. You can um, also have my use chapstick. So, so that brings me to my thorn actually, which is the same thorn I have every day. Uh, just the passing of, of Robert Durst. Uh, <laughs> very tragic. Uh, my bud is when we have the technology to resurrect him. I think that's closer <laughs> than we think. I think it might just be tomorrow. Like I think I the bud is in the near future. Hologram musical. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I was thinking I can't wait for him to be uh, be at Betty White's 100th birthday. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Get him resurrected and exonerated. That would be really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Betty White, what is her exact date of birth? Uh, I believe we're recording this on her her birthday. Um, She would be turning 100 today. Um, Yeah, her birthday is the 17th. Oh, okay. So not quite her birthday, oh, but it's it's the eve. It's Betty White's birthday eve. It is, and also in Europe, it's Betty White's birthday. So that's kind of sick. Yeah, in in Australia, it's already her birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alexander Richards down under is uh, is having a Betty White's birthday celebration party. Yeah, I would say my yeah. thorn is I went to the store to buy the People magazine a hundredth anniversary, hundredth birthday Betty White celebration, and it was gone. It wasn't on the shelf. And so my rose is I did that today as well, and I got it. Fuck! <laughs> I wanted someone to get one for me, but he just didn't respond <laughs> to my text. He snapped me, and I'm like, you're in the store I now. Proposition. I think we should buy up all of them and then sell yes. them on eBay. We should and then, oh, they're, it's an asset. But ch- how about It's my nest egg. For 100 birthdays. But in 100 years from now, we reprint it 200 years celebration. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, Celebrate 200 years of Betty. I mm-hmm. have to put in my five-year plan to live to 100. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah that's on, on the fifth year. Got to start now. Got to start yeah. now. Yeah. That's what they say. Maybe apply more chapstick. Chapstick got to stay young and beautiful. Yeah. That's the trick. That's true. Well, that's what I've been. I've been covering my whole face in chapstick. Not a single chap on this face. Not, a, not one chap on this chap. The stick mm. has been chapped. Ayo. That's true. Somebody what did chop the stick. That's true. Yeah. So uh, this is this is a podcast. So Reagan. Where we... <laughs> Reagan. Reagan. That's true. Uh, Ronald or the the kid from uh, The Exorcist. Oh, Ronald. Oh, okay. Also, the kid I kissed in middle school. You kissed yeah. a kid named Reagan. You Can you tell? You kissed what? and told. Oh, my bad. This we're editing, right? No, absolutely not. Uh, We're doing it live. Fuck it. I'm an open book. 
Okay. Sam has always wanted about- to kiss and tell, and the kissing is always a former president's. Yeah. Yeah. If if this book is as open, do. if this book is as open as you say it is, are you someone with the bait experience, Sam? That's a question, Jack. I mean, what is experience? What does it mean? Mm. I love to have conversations. I'm pretty talkative, as I've been told in the past. And, you know, whether it's with a family member, a friend of mine, you know, which 7-Eleven we should drive to, life is filled with debates and conflicts. And, you know, sometimes you got to be an alpha male and come out on top. There's only room for one. It's a life is a lot like jazz, you know, it's conflict and it's compromise and it's very, very exciting. Energy growing, changing, buying accordions, playing bass. Mm. You never know. I'm actually in the conservatory for spotlight performance. Little is that that. like um, the the spotlight performance? uh, I I hold spotlights and I wave them around. Yeah. Oh, very nice. So you're sort of like a baton artist. Like you're you're I'm part of the band. Shining light on people. Because I got to bring out everyone's energy. And then debate them. <laughs> and then debate well, them to the ground. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we have a lot in common. You know, we come from the same high school. Uh, uh, I have been known to sneak into um, uh, Dwight Eisenhower's mausoleum and give him a little kiss. Uh, so we we both have that going for us. <laughs> but, I find uh, <laughs> childhood home and pray to it every day i drive there sit on the ground and pray because he is the greatest voice of a generation he is the greatest voice of all time he's oh, done that miracles on me i like ike there i've said it i like ike he's done miracles on me look so i great. think ike is honestly just just make every ed- chance huh do you think gore still has a chance no, if yes. he's not a general, I don't, I'm not going to vote for him. Are you still with her? No, if he's if they if they're not a general and wield massive military power, I'm not voting for them. I I, I need a, a strong signal. But are in you office. still with her? Am I with her? I was never with her. I was with DT guys. Whoa. I, we got to ride with DT on this pod. This is a DT pod. Oh, Matt, come on, it's your idea. You wanted to make it a Trump pod, and now you're <laughs> seems like you're you're going in. You're hiding within yourself. Now I look like a fool. Hmm. I look like look i've been saying this for so so long that if we want a president everyone likes we need the one we need well we need to think outside the box by letting an outsider someone born outside of this country become president i'm talking of course about uh, the aforementioned gary v (gasps) that's what i'm talking about he's gonna change things for the butter i think i think pete davidson i think he's facts yeah. Oh, he'd, yes. he'd be a popular, you know, popular he'd be president. Dating, like a different country, you know. Yes. Love us. They would all want to date us. Yeah. Oh, one day, dating. one day we're dating Australia. One day we're dating Bulgaria. Imagine if the whole United States was Staten yeah. Island. That's. Oh, oh, I wish. America. I wish the whole United States would be Staten Island. The king of Staten Island. What about the president of the United States? They sh- he should start a movie called The Presidents of the United States about a president. <laughs> it's actually yeah, a remake of Wag the Dog, but he plays both Hoffman and De Niro's characters. That's right. Yeah. Or who do you think would play the um the the De Niro to his Hoffman? Bill Burr. That's right. No, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, is that how you pronounce his name? <laughs> I don't care. Mr. Chal. <laughs> <laughs> please oh we got um, some we got some anti anti chalamet no, uh, uh, discourse me so i'm i just can't fully support him when he's you trying can't to steal my day from me gaspar no on the other hand he's allowed to share my day with me timothy chalamet no, no. this is how i feel about the rock he is always trying to take my birthday speaking of I'm the like, rock, have you guys seen michael bay's pain and gain that's yes, it's so good. It's so that's, good. That's a movie. That's a movie. I no, that's love a movie. That's a movie. It has yeah. the Wahlberg in it. Marky yeah. Mark. You know when Marky Mark's like, this is the fucking movie, Dwayne Johnson. We, we can't just fucking go in and kidnap the guy. And then they literally... Talking to me, Mark Wahlberg? You talking to me? Talking to me, Mark? Talking to me? 
<laughs> Actually, you know who I am talking to? Uh, the topic generator. Uh, I've got two spicy ones hot off the press. So oh, I'm enough. ready. I'm ready. Hold up. Enough. Let me get some water first. I got to have a hydrate. The key yeah, to everyone just eight. take a big sip, you everyone. Hydrate. You got to be hydrated. Well. I had a bang energy yesterday. I didn't have a bang energy today. Are you still feeling the bang from yesterday? I'm always feeling the bang. Hey, that's the sponsor brought to you by Bang. Drink it and your heart is just going to like go. <laughs> But a bing, but a bang. Bang, bang, energy drink. I know you want a bang, bang, energy drink. Here's my bat. Here's okay, my bang ad. Bang, energy. That's a good one. But my jingle's more like ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, biggie, 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 stop the boogie, set up, drop the boogie. You know that? You know that Kid Rock song? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm more interested <laughs> in the, uh, the corn one. The corn one that goes like bang, bang energy, bang, bang energy drink. <laughs> okay, well, we're fucking amped for this first debate. Uh, so it started relaxed. Right now we're amped. Right well, we had if we dove into the debate when this pod was still mellow, it would be boring as fuck. And now yeah, I'm like, know, I, I could be mellow, man. It's all about being chill, curating vibes, you know. Boo. You know. Boo, bring the hype. On. It's my thinking hat. Just, just bad. It's bad. Bring the yeah. hype. Bring the hype. Nah. Fuck that. Bang. Energy drink. <laughs> okay. Sorry, listeners. Uh, Matt, your topic uh, is going to be a uh, kitchen appliance. Kitchen appliance. Pick one. Pick a kitchen appliance. Kitchen appliance. And Sam, you yes. get to pick an animal. An immersion blender. An immersion oh. blender is my okay. choice. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with a lighter. <laughs> All right. Here's here's my opening statement. Um, thank you for saying uh, your topic before the opening statement, which means I can have even more material to tear the liger apart okay, with my immersion blender. Debater. I'm a first time. I'm the underdog. People can be misdirect. Can you be know. misdirect. All right, so the immersion blender, uh, uh, it's, the o- it's the only way to blend up your foods. And when I say the only, I mean the only. The regular blender is old hat. You can't do nearly as much with it. The immersion blender, you put it in the bowl, you get all your ingredients in there, and you blend it up right. You blend it up good. You blend it up how you want it to be blended. Um, it, it does anything you want in a kitchen and more, because ultimately every kitchen appliance has one use, and that is for breaking food down in some fashion before you then break it down yourself. So what's the best way to break food down? An immersion blender. I yield my time. Okay, pretty good, pretty good. But uh, I think I have something on you. Imagine, so immersion blender, immersion blender, you have to do that yourself. With a liger, we have genetics doing the immersion. No one wants the liger to exist. God said a liger wasn't supposed to happen. But guess what? The liger freaking happened. You have, there's lions, there's tigers, there's bears. Oh my, but what about the ligers? They're there too. They're tearing up the front of the zoos. They're trapped in little cages because they can't live in the wild. But those genetics, they're immersed. Wow. I succeed, I end. That's what I want to say. Um, would, y'all like the, would you like the floor to be open or would you like a question? I'd like the floor like open. like a question. Oh. All right, Sam. Ooh, Jack, okay. you ask a question. Ask, ask All a right. question. I don't like a prompt, please. Here's here's my question. Uh, I think ligers are so sick. It's just thinking about it is getting me so pumped and amped. Matt, how can an immersion blender get me hyped? An immersion blender could get you hyped by making you just the best smoothie you ever could even conceive of. It's like to me, what what hypes me up more than anything is a fruit. More than a fruit is a drink. Um, a fruit drink for this, for this, uh, uh, cute twink makes the fruits blends with an immersion blender. Sign me the fudge up. So I'm just going to get this out there. Nope. Before I get, let me just get this out there. Of all the animals you could have picked, you picked the ligers who cannot, they can't reproduce. They can't reproduce. So it's so like they lack longevity. A lot of tigers, and there's a lot of scientists in the world. So they lack longevity. Coming, it's it's controlling. It's we can keep them in control. You know, they're not going to be an invasive species because they can't invade anything themselves. The scientists know it. Big boys, 
guys in the I'd, lab. I'd say they're extremely invasive because they're not natural. It's the definition yeah. of invasive. Okay, and your point is, but we're controlling them and they don't live outside anyway. They're in zoos, which everyone knows are the animals love to live Cruel. in zoos because they get Cruel. free food. They, they can't live freely, they can't blenders? roam. They give us free food. You have to buy the food to put them in the blender. Ligers get food given to them. They don't have to pay for the food. They give us free drinks. Okay. The drink but, is free. The food costs money, of what, course, what but the drink is free. <laughs> What about IBS? How are you going to limit how much these juices hurt everyone's stomach? That's my I, question. They would not hurt anyone's stomach. Are you kidding me? They I, are. They're I, so I, good I, for you. I can rebuttal that as someone whose stomach has review? gotten messed up, including today from a blender. From a blender? Well, a you know what? It wasn't. never hurt my stomach. You know what? It wasn't immersion then. It wasn't immersion. Immersion gets rid of all those those no, those sick no. little bubbles, those bacteria. More and more stuff in it. More and more it makes it just goes through and blocks it all. Do you have any ingredients that kind of help you from stopping any? going number two all the time, or sometimes not going at all for a very long time, depending on what's in the smoothie? You you can put fiber in there. You can put fiber in your you know in your immersion blender. It doesn't, the ingredients aren't what's important. The important is the means by which you get them. A liger, let me tell you about what it would be like to eat a liger without an immersion blender. If Have I you may. ever tried a liger? Excuse me? Have you ever tried a liger? I assume like all the big cats, they're sort of stringy. So, okay. The, the, <laughs> the liger without an immersion blender <laughs> is thick and stringy and would block me up all day and night. You know, I don't think it's, but, a, I don't think you're allowed to eat a liger. So you're confessing to a felony right now. Maybe so, but I'm winning this debate. So no, 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 you're not, no, you're not. I'm winning. I'm winning. I'm winning. Shit. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm winning. No, I think I'm winning I, actually. I'm, so <laughs> maybe no. we should launch into closing statements then if we're both convinced we're winning. No, hold on. I actually have a quick, quick uh, question. Cause, cause um, you know, Matt, you mentioned, you know, this idea of, you know, blending this variety of fruits, but if you were true, if, if you knew where your way around an immersion blender, like every uh, blender bender knows, like you never, you never juice, wait, you never blend your fruits. You eat your fruits and you juice your vegetables or else the fiber is gone. You're just getting sugar. Have you Come on. Isn't your stomach basically an immersion blender? You chew stuff up and then it gets all mixed around in your stomach. Well, so there's, my... no liger. there's no liger unless it's like your like spirit animal or your furry persona. Well, then my, my so, so, so that was just one hole I present to Matt. And then my hole for Sam is I'm like, is a liger even an animal? What's up with that? What's up with so, that? Yeah. I, Not I, an I, animal. Ask, you know, little kids are like the experts on animals. If you asked a kid like, hey, what's what's the deal with ligers they'll be like that's freaking awesome man and then they'll be like aren't dinosaurs really cool too and are dinosaurs animals because they they don't live anymore they aren't alive they're rocks now now jurassic park wasn't real it was cgi so ligers exist because they're alive are me and you um objection jurassic park was um uh big animatronics no there was cgi in jurassic park too in the little dinosaur, the lost worlds, CGI. the lost world. There was, there, was a, there was a mix of animatronics and CGI. I think I'm ready for closers. Okay. All right, Let's run it up. Um, uh, you you do not lose the um, you do not lose any fiber with an immersion blender. Uh, it maintains the all the all the fiber content very simply because it's you're not it's you're not you know you're not juicing it you're still getting that delicious that delicious party pulp in there you're not losing out mm. on you know it's not it's not like converting it into a sugar or anything ridiculous like that it's good for fruits good for veggies good for liger meat you know liger meat like i said starts out stringy you put an immersion blender in there and what you got is a delicious puree i would imagine so as good as delicious as liger can get which let's be honest will probably you know like all the big cats a little bitter but <laughs> It, we all know this so it, it, the immersion blender it's a great tool it does uh it does better work than anything else in the kitchen or any fabricated animal that is unsigned that is over scientific bad for nature invasive 
um, mean, ugly, taste bad, stringy. I'll yield my time. My time now, I would say ligers. They're freaking cool, man. Immersion blenders, pretty lame. You could buy them at any old store. Ligers, they're special. They're unique. They're exciting. They're alive. They're companionship. They're friendship. They can be your best friend. That's all. That's all. Damn. Wow. Full disclosure, this is like a close one. Um, I am just going to have to tilt it to Ligers, though. Let's go. Let's go. I think... I think like blender was the best kitchen appliance you could have picked. Cause I'm thinking, cause I'm just still so high energy from, from getting amped up that like, what's the most exciting kitchen appliance? Obviously it's the one that's like, you know, so that's sick, but, but a freaking liger, like, holy cow. Those are the two most hype animals joined together to create a single one. So my backup option was a Zorse. A, a zebra horse? Zebra horse. I'm glad that you didn't pick that. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, that, that, that yeah. would have been. I mean, we have a lot of for Zorse. your sake. Well, yeah. the pod has a history of of you know, Zorse yeah, dislike. Heard we had one on. wasn't a great guest. Yeah, we had to actually uh, pull that episode off Spotify. Yeah. Uh, because that. no, it was it was bad. It was, they were, the Zorse was spreading misinformation about vaccines, yeah. and we just didn't think it was responsible. I heard so. the yeah. Zorse now on Joe Rogan. Well, the Zorse, yeah. the Zorse went on Joe to, to extol the, the effectiveness of ivermectin, which now I have an entire crate of, thanks to the Zorse. I mean, uh. say what you will about the Zorse, but like, he, he came bearing gifts. No other guest has come with gifts. I have so much ivermectin. I offered you I'm, some of I'm, my chapstick. I'm yeah, just a little you were using pissed. it as you offered it. So, yeah, yeah, but I'm, it's like I'm, one of those ones you like, you know, you kind of like squirt it out of the bottle. So like, it doesn't, you know... So- I'm, I'm just pissed at the Zorus. Okay. Okay. Well, the Zorus is on my mind. It's bothering me. Hamburger. <laughs> my broken cup with the. We're doing show and tell now as Matt is pissed at the Zorus. It's my gift. It's a broken. I'm mad at it. Okay. It. It's from the '80s. I broke it. I knocked off my counter, but in a way, oh, it can still sad. hold water. So. That's sick. Yeah. We yeah. even done show and tell on here since the Veronica episode. Wow. That's true. I miss show and tell. What do I have here that I can show and tell? Um, right here. I'm thinking. $2 bill. Useless. Hey. I'm never going to, because I'm never going to spend it, this is now effectively worth less than $2. Good talk. Yeah, this is like the this is this is the apples and oranges halftime show specialty. We're doing a we're doing a quick uh, show and tell show and tell. Yeah, you know, meet the Fockers. What's that? We should meet those Fockers. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Hold on. We'll watch meet the Fockers and then we'll be right back. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And And we're back. back. Wow, um, I loved movie. that, but ben I, I didn't thought he was going to be Ben Stiller's son, but it turns out he wasn't Ben Stiller's son. I didn't get that because I haven't seen Meet the Parents. Actually, could we, could we watch that real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Right Meet the Fockers is af- is like a sequel to Meet the Parents? And then there's Little Fockers, yeah. the third. Okay, yeah. we're taking a long break right now. <laughs> We've got we'll a trilogy right to run up. We'll be right yeah. back. And we're... And, and we're, back. we're back. We're back. So, wow. from 2000, a great opener to the franchise. Yeah. Up next, 2004, we're followed with Meet the Fockers. They bring in Dustin Hoffman. They bring in Barbara Streisand as Ben Stiller, Gaylord Fockers' parents. It's great. Little fun. Little De Niro. Little Hoffman action. Some reunion there from Wag the Dog, the movie from 1997. And then, in 2010, we come back. With little Fockers, we don't have as much Stiller. We don't have as much Hoffman and Streisand in this one. It's more focused again on the Stiller circle and their kids. And but they show up. It, it's a, it's not the best in the franchise, but it's a nice little closer. It did well in the box office, and it rung in a new decade. So it did. Yeah, it did. I mean, uh, my, so my to be review, clear, well, but before you're clear, I'm gonna get a bit dirty uh, and and mm-hmm. unclear. Uh, I'm just gonna say those three films were a romp. No romp. My, they, they were a romp. I had so much I fun. Mean, that's my letterbox. 
it was a bit risky that they, you know, Barbara Streisand's character was a sex therapist. You know, that's pretty raunchy for a family comedy. Yes, for that time, I had to too. cover my eyes and ears the whole time they talked about sex and sex crazy. therapy. Lots of sexy talk. It was like Borat almost. Well, I just think sex therapy is a sin and that the only true form of therapy is um, uh, God. Electroshock uh, hmm? therapy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lobotomy. Yeah, that's... This I would. This is brought to you by lobotomies. Every guest gets one after finishing an episode. Battery so mm, lobotomy. <laughs> That's right. So my review of the uh, Meet the Parents Fockers uh, trilogy is that the Jack got uh, a shipment of ivermectin, while the Zorus only gave me a ship of a shipment of kratom. I I don't I don't want it. I wish I got the ivermectin because I've gotten COVID thrice in the last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and the kratom I, has not helped. How have you been taking the kratom, though? Maybe you're taking it wrong. Yeah. Um, it's. I'm pretty sure I'm taking it right. Which I hole do you put it in? The butt. I'm putting it in my butt and penis. Kratom <laughs> deposit uh, suppositories. That's sick. That's sick. Uh, the kratom depository. Mind, that's where uh, Lee Harvey Oswald got his perfect <laughs> shot. <laughs> What's that film called again? The um, Zapruder, the Zapruder film. That's you right. There's a more like the Zapruder film because that's where he that's where he uh, put his kratom suppositories in his Zapruder. Give me a sting. Nice. <laughs> Action. And we're back. Hi, I know. I know. Two topics. Hey. <laughs> I, I got two topics up and at them, ready to ready to rumpus. Okay, here. let me hydrate again. I gotta get ready. I gotta get in position. Yeah, let's hydrate. Go, 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 go. My that, that, Pretty good. That was sad. I, I don't think I'm pacing myself too well. Um, I got a little, like a tiny little bit left of my glass, but enough for a couple more debates. I'm ready to pull through. I'm ready for this. Throw it at me. Oh, I'm throwing it. As in, I'm throwing, I threw my last debate. That's why you won. But um, uh, uh, Sam, or no. Yeah, Sam, if you would like to open this one, since you won that last debate, I think you're ready for this. Sam, you'll be mm. arguing in favor of a soup. Oh. And Jack, you'll be arguing in favor of an ancient civilization. Let's go! <laughs> Wait, hold on. How ancient? How ancient? Like, like before Common Era, or can we be like, like, like medieval maybe, or like before the before year Common thousand? Era? But be, be before uh, Common Era, let's say, okay, let's say, don't fine. don't go medieval on me. You better not go medieval on my ass. I have my. I'm, I'm gonna fuck you up, Sam. Get ready. Do your soup. Your oh, soup and bullshit. Oh, we'll get ready for this. My soup of choice. Is my grandma's matzo ball soup. Nothing Ooh, gets Sam's better. Sam's grandma's recipe. Sam's grandma's matzo ball soup, drenched in Jewish tradition, drenched in culture. Hundreds of years getting passed down, throwing ball to ball to ball. We chuck it to each other. The recipe's attached to the matzo ball. You throw it, they catch it, they throw it in. It inspired my last screenplay that I wrote. That's how important matzo ball soup is. And it doesn't cause me to have stomach issues which is most important and that's all and that's all she said jack your opening statement speak you are rome let's go ancient rome it's lit as shit it's a thousand year empire and what's so sick about it too is that it was like fucking a kingdom and then a republic and then a dictatorship and then an empire and then multiple empires okay, and then like, i took history of rome junior year of college you don't need to tell me about it um no you need to tell opening, me uh, this is my opening statement i'm talking to matthew i i i, I thought this was just going to be a chill vibe uh, a mellow convo but sam you just interrupted me and honestly that's not very Roman. sorry i'm a chatty broad <laughs> if i may i you my time thank you all right. That's the first bra drop of the podcast. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't I I don't I assume no one else has used the term broad yet on this podcast. <laughs> We're broad brought to you by Sam Bladen. That's right. <laughs> Let me broaden your horizon. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I with broads. Broads love my grandma's chicken noodle soup. You know, it's tasty. It's fresh. Chicken noodle soup? Which Only soup is this? Matzo Your honor. Soup. My grandma's matzo ball soup. It's the same. Matcha? They're all in the pots. They put the matcha, matcha in. Goodness. They put the noodles in. They put the chicken in. We actually go out and kill the chicken ourselves. It's so fresh. You wouldn't think that we would do that considering, um, you know, we're New York Jews and we're kind of scared of doing a lot of things that require, you know, good old American country stuff. Um, that's That's not us. That's not us. But we... We get our own kit. We get our own chickens. We make the balls. We make them nice and firm, but tender at the same time. So you could slice into them, take a little, a little bite out of that. Oh, you don't like chat, the Jewish soup? You don't chat, like the chat, Jewish soup? Chat, 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 oh, chat. All he hears is chat, chat, we chat. We got a little anti-Semite in the chat. Look, yeah. I don't like any our soup. own Mel Gibson. Ooh. <laughs> look, look. If you're gonna passion of the Christ me. <laughs> on my podcast that would just <laughs> that may just deem a banishment and uh you know no, i guess i'm a friend of the pod you can't ban me i'm a friend it's true pod. a friend of the ah! pod can't be <laughs> exactly but no i hate all soup regardless of creed or your color soup Why sucks because uh, I think they're just infinitely better foods. And if you ate soup all your life, the shape of your mouth would probably just be so fucked, to be honest. With you. It would be really sad. But it's okay. And look, maybe your maybe your grandma's matzo ball soup, the way you described it, it sounds like the best soup on earth. And if it's not the best matzo ball soup on earth, it's probably not a good one to argue in favor for. Just going to point that out there. But, um, you know, I think when I compare the, the, the matzo ball, your grandmother's matzo ball soup to the, the Roman Empire... Uh, I think like something is fleeting and as, what about the crusades? crusades? Those were like 1500 years later. Uh, This is before common era, before Jesus H Christ blessed the the planet or whatever. (laughs) Fuck that shit. (laughs) I'm going to say though that the Romans didn't like the Jews and you're, you don't like my mom's ball soup. This is just history repeating itself all over again. Sorry about that. I had a little phlegm. Uh, but as I was saying, on my grandma's matzo ball soup. That's make you're basically saying you don't like Woody Allen. Um, I don't. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that is that is what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. There are certain things that's, about Woody that I'm not up. a fan. That's of. messed up. That's 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 cold. That's cold. that's yeah. jacked up, Jack. Like, yeah, it's cold. Yep. Look, you can't. You you honestly can't create an empire without breaking some eggs. So. Look, eating soup, it's momentary pleasure. That goes away. It's just like indulging in, 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 in tasting Ancient something Ancient Rome is fleeting. dead. Matzo ball soup is still around. Yeah, and I'm sure it's added so much to history. It has. As much as the Roman Empire, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well Sam, 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 could you tell us about uh, the, con- the, 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 you know, historical contributions of the, uh, of, of your yeah. grandmother's matzo ball soup? <laughs> That'd be sick. Well, without my grandmother's matzo ball soup, there wouldn't be me. Because that's Whoa. There wouldn't be me. Because with my grandma's matzo ball soup, she had my mom. And then my mom met my dad. And then all of a sudden, I appeared by stock. You know, a little bird came and dropped me off on the front porch, as they tell me. I don't know how babies are made otherwise, because <laughs> I don't think men and women should touch each other, because that's gross, because boys have cooties. Um, so if without the Moscow soup, I wouldn't be here. Wow. Now and who's a big me here? There wouldn't be a podcast. Okay. Look, uh, that, that, that's all fine and dandy, but if the Roman empire didn't exist, we can't even begin to, like, you can like basically trace that you would not exist if the soup didn't exist. If the Roman empire didn't exist, I can't even, we can't even begin to fathom what our reality would look like. The world would change so drastically that it's not even worth indulging frankly, because thing like, things like that have such a great impact, uh, especially compared to a bowl of warm liquid. In the moment, it makes you happy, and that's what happens. You got to live in the moment, appreciate the vibes. Isn't that what life's that, about? The little exactly. Thing. And that's little just, thing. that reminds me of a, a Roman philosopher, Seneca, had that exact same take. And, you know, it's so great that the empire My could create so many great moments. And that's what matters. Though she sometimes doesn't say that, but then some days she does. Um, but in the end, I know that she loves me, and that's what matters. In the in the soup, 
just makes up for that lack of love, soup I suppose. That's kind of cool. Heart of the soul. Soup, it runs through my veins. Mm. Fond memories over soup. Sipping, slurping, munching, crunching. It's all in the moment. Um, by the way, fact check, Seneca was not uh, Roman. It is uh, the name of an indigenous people uh, uh, located in the uh, Ontario region of Canada. So, No, Seneca was a Roman <laughs> senator. Uh, you can actually fact check that, but that, that's fine. I don't know. Maybe you're using... No, uh, no, according, uh, to, according to this, that's not true. So, S-E-N-E-C-A? I invented the Roman Empire. No, no, no. I fact checked it. You're wrong. Yep. You know what? I, 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 I just looked it up and Lucius Seneca, the younger, uh, was not a Roman philosopher, statesman, dramatist, nor other work, nor a post-Augustine no. Latin literature. You're right. He was actually no, a he wasn't a person that existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this says here. Uh, so, so again, uh, thank you for calling me out on that misinformation. Uh, we stopped <laughs> that before we had another Zorse incident. Well, um, excuse uh, that could me, have been bad, uh, ladies and gentle people. That's why I won this debate because I'm only saying the facts and things that make you happy and things that don't make you stressed in a history class. You could just enjoy soup. You don't have to take any tests. You just get to eat the soup, and that's what matters. Yeah, soup is complacency. Uh, if you want to put effort and you know try to be virtuous and you know push yourself to be something greater, uh, hmm. you really shouldn't touch soup. It, uh, it, it turns your mind to mush. My, my uh, aunt who had schizophrenia, she, she did soup one time. And I don't know, she must have the gene where when you do soup, it makes you a bit crazy. Because I know people who they go to college, they start having soup. And all they do is they just get lazy and don't do shit. They sit around eating soup all day. And it's sad to see I that happen. I existed on soup last spring. And I wrote a whole feature film. So um, that's not being lazy. That's being proactive. I also watched Ishtar four times. So, mic drop. Well, look, Another there's some. There, look, sure, there are cases where people can live productive lives and do soup. But uh, if you look at just the data uh, from the the Norse, the, 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 the Zor- dead. Obviously, they did the ancient Rome stuff, and it didn't work because they died. It's gone. <laughs> Their buildings hardly standing, and the ones that are, they're kind of crumbling. They're not in good condition. Soup, it's there. Makes you happy. It's reliable. So in my in my uh, research and my fact checking, I just found uh, something of a something uh, some explosive information that might change the the whole whole shape of this debate. As it and turns been, out, and I've been sitting on it, and it's a bombshell, and I just haven't used it because I'm so good. Shoot. According to this, the original source of Sam's grandmother's matzo ball soup recipe dates all the way back to ancient Rome. Yeah, I'm sorry, Sam. I didn't want to have to do this, but because of the misinformation, the fuck? I decided to withhold that. But but clearly that the judge, his honor, is is here and just really decided to to you know have that be uh, information disclosed. So so I appreciate that, uh, uh, your honor. Um, People just never want to see a nice Jewish girly win, and that's what that that's what happens. That's how the world works. But okay. Uh. I think that's going to well, change. I think that's going to change. Well, if it was a nice Jewish girly oh, versus the God, Roman Empire, maybe the Jewish soup. girly would have a chance. But soup, eh, soup. soup. Sam, soup do you have a Sam? Do you have a rebuttal uh, to, to this now that this shocking information has come to light? I don't know. I think I've said what I need to say. It wasn't made by the ancient Romans. History didn't just happen. You know, there wasn't. During ancient Rome time, there wasn't just the ancient Romans, there was all different people. And as someone who is literally 100% Jewish, my sister took a 23andMe, I didn't take it because then they didn't, they can't sell my DNA, they could sell her DNA, which is fine on me. Um, so it wasn't the Romans who did the soup, because that would mean I'm part Roman, and that's not true. Wow, um, all right. Uh, so was that, would you say that's a closing statement or would you like to each make a closing statement at this point? That's, that's all right. That's your close. Um, I think for my, for my closing statement, I, uh, am, am just going to quickly just do a quick, uh, oh, is the internet allowed? Is that allowed? I hear you typing. I just wanted to quickly. Uh, he's he's writing his screenplay. He's working on a screenplay. 
That's not allowed. He's I mean, doing scripture uh, visions. Just, sorry, I just want to make sure that I have this 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 proverb uh, uh, perfect. Cheater, um, cheater, cheater. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, you know, all everything aside, I keep it three hundred like the Romans. Three hundred <laughs> bitches wear the Trojans. I yield my time. Wow, this was uh, much like the last debate. This was a very close one uh, uh, for me. Um, you know, it. it hmm. Come on, you're one of the tribe. You're one of the tribe. And uh, because because I'm one of the tribe, I have to give this one to Sam. No. This was very close, especially <laughs> late on in the debate. After that, you know, that shocking bombshell information came out. I was, oh. uh, you oh. know, sure. I was Fine. sure that you know Jack it. was going to be able to overtake, but I planted alas. the information. I planted it. I'm sorry, it wasn't actually made in Rome. I just thought I could come back and win it, but it too Okay, I did English class. We didn't finish Julius Caesar because the school year ran out of time, so I don't know how it ends. But I know Rome died. Julius Caesar is fine by the end of the story. Yeah, he actually made it out. He made it out. He came unscathed. back. If you guys have seen Un- the movie Reanimator, they actually reanimated Julius Caesar's body. Oh, was he like oh, a head like in a Prince. pan looking all around like in Reanimator? Oh, it was just a body that moved around, but nothing inside. Nothing inside. <gasps> which is a metaphor for our society today and teenagers on their phone. And that the is frightening to me. That is frightening Twitter. to me. And the snapper chatters. That's that they're we're just all zombies. Zombies. Damn. Zombie. 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 In your head. Zombie. In your head. Zombie. All right. Um, we have time for. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> we have, we have, we have time for. <laughs> well, we, we have time for one for one debate. If if you know, maybe man can can try to beat Sam and, and stop Kenny the street because. I'm looking to stop the steal. Okay. Uh, yeah, we need the we need the steel to be to be stopped. Mm. Um, so um, <clears throat> Matthew, you will yes, you're gonna debate Marvel movies versus Scorsese. Uh, I'm gonna leave it to the generator, uh, Sam. Thank you though, but uh, quiet in the peanut gallery, please. <clears throat> Let me okay, consult I'll it again. Myself. Um, Matthew, U.S. state, Sam, book, opening statements, go. A U.S. state, that's a fun one. I love the United States, all 50 of them. Uh, But if I had to pick the greatest U.S. state as, you know, uh, it's wonderful. Um, I'm I'm going to have to pick uh, the one and, well, the only. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I'm picking. I'm picking Massachusetts. Um, Whoa! Whoa. Unexpected. Wow. Wow. I'm picking Massachusetts. Um, and uh, in honor of this wonderful state, um, I'm gonna be talking like the locals. Okay, so here we are. There. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it now. Here we go. Uh, uh, first, first, uh, first tenant of the debate is Boston, of course. Go Pats. Uh, love Boston. Love Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, it's a wonderful state. It's by the water. Great state. Beautiful state. Uh, none of the other states are even close. And what, what, are you, what are you debating in favor of? A book? What, you fucking read? You know, we got yeah, Harvard. We invented reading at Harvard. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure you did. Single, sure a did. single fucking book. Jesus okay, fucking okay. Christ. Well, wait till I tell you what book I'm talking about. That will I yield my time. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah, I it's your fucking turn. Ready for my book? My book. You're not going to be ready for this. You ready for this book? The it's book be ready, is one. The Breast by Philip Roth. That is my book <laughs> that I'm choosing. You ready? <laughs> you, ready for those? <laughs> you ready for a little synopsis of this book? See, I'm pretty well. Whoa, sounds I'm hot. Pretty- I'm pretty active on Goodreads, and I gave The Breast five stars. It is a 70-page novella, a parody of Kafka's Metamorphosis, where a guy turns into a giant boob. That's right. He turns into The Breast. So it's not even fucking original. I actually actually really want to read this. That looks so sick, honestly. That sounds so good. 
It's really good. Exactly. It's exciting. Philip Roth, America's beloved author, America's horniest author. There's a scene in the book where the breast is horny for the nurse in he's staying at a hospital because he's got a giant boob. That's not healthy, right? You, you don't want to be a giant boob. But he talks and gives a detailed description of how he would fuck the nurse while being a giant boob. And that's awesome. That's what we want to read. That's what we want that's our sick. children reading. Philip that's Roth, sick. the breast, America's hero. Wow, that sounds really good. I uh, I just uh, just got it, uh, ordered it in from Amazon Prime, and uh, I'll be right back. We're gonna take a quick break, right. everyone. Quick All break. right, I'm back. Uh, good read. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, so <laughs> you're speechless because nothing can top the breast. It's an alright book, but you know what? <laughs> Not as good as the fucking state of Massachusetts. <laughs> so I actually have a question for both of y'all. Um, so, so, you know, something about New England is that it is, you know, a sort of, uh, 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 well, say a parody of satire of old England, you know, in the same way that the, the breast is the same thing, uh, similar thing for the metamorphosis, right? It's a, uh, a parody of satire. It's a ripoff. How, it's not even fucking original. Let me finish. Let me finish. How do you need to see the original of each respective thing for it to be good? And why no, or why not? not. Okay, not. personally, I have not read Metamorphosis. I've read some other Loser. I know. I've read other books. I've read Gravity's Rainbow, but I haven't read Metamorphosis. Brag I much? Read, I read big books, not small books. I don't read parables. I read postmodern contemporary literature, including Philip Roth's The Breast, which is God, what a fucking jag better than men turning into giant boobs. Because everyone loves the hit TV show of the early 2000s, Zoe 101, where Miranda Cosgrove would call Drake and Josh boobs. And that's basically- Not the right show. Not the right show. What are you talking about? In Drake and Josh, Miranda Cosgrove would call them boobs. Did you say what Drake is- and Josh? Drake and Josh, yeah. Miranda never mind, Cosgrove- never mind, never mind. <laughs> you don't mess with me. I'm the crazy broad that's seen everything. <laughs> Take a look into these eyes. They don't lie. Well, of course, you don't fucking need to go to England. Comes you don't need to go to England. Because he's providing great literature. You could be reading. Instead of reading a Playboy or a Wee magazine or going on the porn hubs, you could open up a Philip Roth book and get just as much satisfaction from literature because you're reading and your mom would still be proud of you because you're reading a book. My mom would never be proud of me for reading a pornography. Neither would yours. No. Actually, that's wrong. My mom gave me two boxes of porn that she found on the side of the road. I will be talking Ooh. to Janine later about her behavior. I, I think we're ready to close these close these uh, uh, topics. I think, I think we have a clear winner. I think we have a clear winner. Well, yeah, let's see the me. closes. <laughs> You, New England, better than the old England, Massachusetts, number one, best state in the union. Fuck all the others. Fuck Connecticut. Fuck Philip Roth. Uh, uh, go Pats. Go Pats. Go Pats. Boston, number one. <laughs> Man becomes boob. That's all. What's funnier than that? Giant titties. And it's horny. Okay. And for that, Sam has just swept the whole show. Yeah, I predicted that much. <laughs> I thought, I honestly, I thought the Boston accent was going to make it worse, but it helped your case, honestly, to be real. I yeah, thought it was so I, funny. I, to I, know, I know with you too, if I mention boobies, it's going to win. What can I say? What can I say? Hong Kong, awooga, awooga. It's fun. Loki, we were shitting on Steven for ringing the soundboard, but I think this episode, we've made so many sound effects. Uh, like just with our mouths. So, Stephen, if you're out there listening, hit a Philip Roth. Yeah, just quick, uh, qu- quick word to our sponsor, Immersion Blender. Get your things blended. Um, Sam, any plugs? Oh, do I have things to plug? Guess what? I'm a woman in film. I make stuff. Isn't that crazy? I know that's not allowed. Anyway, I it's have- not allowed on this podcast. Uh, that's the show, everyone. Uh, thank you so <laughs> much for listening. I have made three music videos. Um, if you go to my Instagram, s.r.b, 
you could find the links to them there on my website. One's called What I've Done for the Self-Proclaiming Doctors, Self-Prescribed Doctors Union, an Oberlin-based jazzy band. And then one is for What I've Done. No, not that. I already said that one. What I've Done. At least I tried by Hans Sandoz. And then we have Cactus by Claudia's Graces. Uh, music is cool. Um, you should check them out. Um, one just hit 500 views on the YouTube. And then I have Boys by Sofia Zarzuela, which has 700 views on YouTube. So we should get those to 1,000. You should support me. Um, I like movies and music videos. Y'all ever heard Radiohead? <laughs> I don't care if it hurts. Cause I know um, so... I'm not going to do a plug today for myself. Instead, I'm just going to read a quick poem. <clears throat> if anyone wants to hire me, I need a job. Yeah, please That's hire cool. Sam. Please uh, hire me. I'm a college grad. Almost. You need to. Y'all, hire Sam. If you don't, hire I'm Sam. not going to come and break your kneecaps. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 One at a time, take, too. I'm yeah. taking the left, and Jack's taking the right. And I'm going to be riding a Zorse, too, so buckle up uh but but oh, my my quick poems <laughs> if i may <clears throat> tweaking tweaking off that 2cb huh is he gonna make it tb tbd huh thought i was gonna run dmc huh i done died and lived again on dmt huh amen so uh just you know take that wisdom into your day today remember to focus on your breath be mindful be mellow uh you see a liger shoot it on site mm. all right and my plug is uh hire a podcast get podcast guest sam podcast guest uh, sam well so that's my that's my plug hey, that was also corn i this may not be the first time i'm my plug is suggesting <laughs> people listen to corn but uh listen to corn <laughs> hey i run i think the 2020s are the decade of new metal revival Mm. Yes, TikTok you heard it here first. Y two K nineties fashion. What about the music? Give it a shot. Listen to Limp Bizkit and Corn. It'll change your mind. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.